I got a lot to catch up with Adam Burns about. You know, uh, it's been a couple months since we've talked to each other. In that time, I've spent a lot of good time with my new good buddy, Bronco Henry. We spent a lot of intimate times up in the mountains. Looking up there and seeing if we can see what's there in the shadows. Adam Burns, Joe Batance, we're throwing down! I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am one of, one of the hosts of a show called Throwing Down the Other Person, who, by the way, Bronco Henry was telling me is his favorite podcaster on the network. It's the one, the only, the mouth of the South, the cock from Little Rock, Mr. Adam Burns. Hello, Adam Burns. How are you? Hey, Joe. I'm sweating like a cook at Whataburger. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Why, why do you think you're so warm right now? I just took a shower. That's probably it. Mm-hmm. And then I ran up the stairs and then, you know, and I'm, you know, old now. So running up the stairs, you break a sweat. Yeah, so this is one of the that. things I've had to explain to Aiden. He doesn't realize this stuff. Aiden's listening live right now, by the way. Hi, Aiden. Hi, Aiden. And um, this is one of his, if, if this is not his, if this is not his favorite show. It's one of his favorite shows. And, uh... But one of the things I have trouble explaining to him, because, you know, he's younger than I am. And by younger than him, it's... Uh, you have I to watching, change his diaper every other day. Well, when I was, like I'm making that, him yeah. a lasso. That's how young he is. That's how much younger he is than me. So, um... Yep, I think a lot of the... Jo- is, your, is your hand cut? Oh, I cut my hand, and he gave me some special oh. water to wash it in. I hope nothing happens to me tonight. Watch out. Yeah. Um... So, uh... But anyway, is sometimes I'll tell, I, I, I don't even tell him anymore. I don't even tell him anymore. But he doesn't, because he doesn't know the power of when you're older. I shouldn't call it a power. It's One of the not power. No, it's not power. When you get older is you can hurt yourself just sleeping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, I think, I think I've brought that stuff up before where I'm like, oh, I hurt my knee. And he'll be like, how did you hurt it? I'm like, sleeping. I took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was one time where my knee was busted for like a two months because I slept wrong, you know. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I haven't really injured myself sleeping, but I have. Um, I have woken up and uh, different parts of my body will be sore because if I, I normally am a, I like to lay on my back. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I I like to watch things on my phone when we go to bed, and I get tired of holding the phone up in front of my face. And I don't know if you've ever done this thing. Oh, yeah, I guess. But I don't know if you've ever done this thing where you're holding your iPad or your phone or something like that and you fall asleep and you drop it and it hits your face. You know? No. Well, I have. And so most times now I will turn over on my side Mm -hmm. and prop the phone on the bed Mm -hmm. and just kind of watch it flat laying on the bed. But when I fall asleep that way, my shoulder is sore. If I if I stay that way for very long, because I'm not mm. used to sleeping on my side, I'm a back sleeper. Oh, I wish I was a back sleeper. I feel like that's an. I feel like I've always been told it's more healthy to sleep on your side. It is. 
So I'm I'm an unhealthy sleeper. I've well, always I, I slept understand. on my back. But here's the deal. You're saying that and it's true. It's I think it's actually the left sp- side specifically. It's the healthiest to sleep on your left side. But every kind of like Oh, your neck is bothering you. Oh, this is bothering you. That's bothering you. All those pillows and everything like that, they are meant for back sleepers. So I can never like use them because I don't sleep in my back. Oh, yeah. I've always, I don't know. I don't know what dictates that, but I have always been a back sleeper. And they also say, I mean, screw my partners. I don't care. But they say if you're a snorer, that you snore worse if you're laying on your back. And if I was a nice person, I would sleep on my side because I'm a snore. I snore. I broke my nose when I was little. Uh huh. Wait, uh, how did you break your nose? So I, I was, oh, I was really young. I was two or three. Mm -hmm. I was really young and my brother and I were playing. Mm -hmm. Your brother who chopped off his fingers. Yeah, my brother who chopped off his fingers. And uh, we were playing and he was chasing me. (laughs) And I ran down the hall and his bedroom was at the very end of the hallway. Were you and guys playing a, the Arkansas child game Klansmen and N-Words? I don't know what game we were playing, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not familiar with that one, so I, I probably not. But anyway, he had a, a bookshelf sure. against the wall mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, it had sharp corners. It's a bookshelf. It's just wood. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and I tripped over his beanbag chair mm-hmm. and hit my nose on the corner of the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And mom called the doctor, but the doctor said, oh, at his age, he mostly has cartilage there anyway. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And apparently my eye, my face swelled up. Mm-hmm. I, I look like a raccoon. Both of my eyes turned black. Mm-hmm. And the next morning he said, you can bring him in tomorrow morning. <gasps> so she took me in and he said, oh, my God, he broke his nose. I could have bled to death in the oh middle of the God. night. Oh, my God, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, I broke my nose. But it was too late for them to set or anything, and so I have a little bit of a deviation on the inside mm-hmm. because of that. And so, like, one of my nostrils, when I breathe through my nose, doesn't actually breathe in. I wonder You know, I wonder if I snore. Aiden, do I snore? Can you write that in the chat room? I don't think he will. I think Aiden's too shy to write in the chat room. But uh, if if you can, or text me at least. Maybe I'll see the text message if I snore. Um, so, so if I if I wanted to if I wanted to breathe through it's it's kind of interesting. I don't really do this very often, mm-hmm. but if I wanted to breathe through that one nostril, like let's say my nose is stopped up and I'm trying to, I don't know, let loose some of the phlegm or, or whatever isn't just snot in your nose. Mm-hmm. I have to I have to hold the other nostril closed. What? So the air will go through. It's not completely blocked. I can I can block the other one, the mm-hmm. dominant one, mm-hmm. and then the air will go through the other one. <laughs> but okay, we have a lot to talk about. We haven't spoken well, we haven't spoken on the show in two months. Right. Right. And so in that time, we we've had Thanksgiving, we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's Eve, you've gone to New York City, which I want to talk to you about. And uh I have a lot of things to talk about. So I have to tell you something. And it's going to be very uncomfortable. to tell. I have a couple of uncomfortable conversations to have with you today. Oh, great. I love those. Those are my favorite. One of them is going to be during the food segment. All right. So we'll talk during that. But this one is, I have to tell you something. I've stopped becoming a regular listener of Geeky Gay. And there's a reason. Oh, okay. Well, I, you were saying it was your favorite show. It was. It was my favorite show. Oh. 
But up until the, the week leading up to my deciding I couldn't listen to the show anymore was I could feel my like the the veins in my head throbbing and like <laughs> I could feel my blood pressure going up and it all had to do with your trip to New York City. And the planning of it, the the actual telling us about it, and I was just like the entire time was like, no, no, no. About what? And and I stopped talking about New York since then. The New York trip soured well, was, you on the entire. <laughs> yeah, that, that, so like yeah. So what happened? I will say that the the proverbial straw, even though this wasn't it specifically, the proverbial straw was when you uh, gave your review of the musical Company, and you're like, it was all right, it was kind of boring. And I was yeah, like, I, I stand by that review. I I do. And it was, there is nothing stand out about that show. It is the only, I, I'm sorry. I mean, it, this is my opinion mm-hmm. and you know, it's for what it's worth. It, it's not worth much. I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a reviewer of musicals, Yeah, but I, the book of Mormon, Hamilton, uh, wicked, uh, the lion King, all to kill a mockingbird. That's not a musical. Oh, we're we're going to get, we're going to get it to kill they a mockingbird. Were all we're going to get wonderful yeah. company. Mm-hmm. enjoyable but mm-hmm. nothing to write home about well that was one of the things is in an earlier episode you said and it was you were, it was a very kind of decided offhand you said i think we can all agree that hamilton's a masterpiece and i was like we do i, I don't know any serious broadway person that thinks hamilton's a masterpiece i don't think i've ever used the word masterpiece so i, I doubt i said that but hamilton's really good although the first time i watched hamilton i didn't like it but it's an old man reason. I couldn't understand what they were saying because they were rapping. And after, you know, the second or third time when, when mm-hmm. I actually understood what they were saying, I liked it more. Now, maybe you didn't use the word masterpiece, but you did say something along the lines of everyone can, something along the lines of everyone can agree that Hamilton is the greatest musical that ever happened. Or something. And I was, whenever I was like, no, I don't, that, no one thinks that. <laughs> now, here's the thing is you have. A lot of been... people love Hamilton. Yeah. It's not my favorite musical. But most people give it rave reviews. Mm. So it, it, to me, it's like the modern version of Cats. But anyway, let's move on. Here's my question. You didn't even comment on this on your review. By a strange stroke of luck, you were there in New York City the weekend and saw company the weekend that Stephen Sondheim died. The guy who wrote the musical died. And was there any acknowledgement of it during the show? Did you notice anything while you were watching Company? So I knew he died. Mm-hmm. And actually on that Sunday, they did a, when I say yes. they, a bunch of famous Broadway yes. Did you go to that? Folks. No, because I didn't know it was happening. Okay. But I, I, like nothing was announced on any of the channels that I'm paying attention to. Mm-hmm. It's not like the hotel called us and said, by the way, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know about it until afterwards. We would have because we mm-hmm. were only maybe a 10 minute walk from Times Square. So we could have walked down there, but mm-hmm. we didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did a concert or not a concert, yeah, they but did. they sang a couple of they, songs yeah. and a, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And on those steps, mm-hmm. I don't know what those, what they call those steps, but there's some steps in Times Square that lead to nowhere. Mm-hmm. And there's a ticket booth under the steps. I don't know. And they have LED lights and whatever. 
but they did that and but they didn't say anything about it at the show well, which i was surprised about because it, i knew it was written by him mm-hmm. and i thought they would do like some before the show do some kind of memorial or moment of silence or you know at mm-hmm. least they didn't say a thing about it at all mm-hmm. and with patty lupone playing uh joanne that ep- that that performance she was yeah and she did ladies who lunch and you were just like whatever the audience was just whatever no the audience was oh my god the audience was like okay i think the audience Mm -hmm. were big time patty lapone fans okay well she's a big broadway star i know know a lot of people are big time Patty. i understand Mm -hmm. that she's a big deal Mm mm-hmm but every every time they you know moved five inches across the stage, the audience was giving a standing ovation, yeah. and, you know, breaking you know into laughter and clapping did, and all that. Anybody, I mean, it was the, did anybody in the audience go, "Come on, Patty"? Did anyone do that in the probably? Audience? Okay. I, I, there were people who yelled. I mean, they were acting as if this is the best show, yeah, they had ever seen. But this was an obvious fan club fest you know patty lapone fan club fest it was because it had just opened recently i think when they applauded did and she go on my own wanted it in this way did she do that at all or anything no she didn't okay. and she was fine but the thing is and look i will admit i mean i'm a musician sure and i and i know stuff about music mm-hmm. and i like musicals but i don't i'm not Scott the Seder, which maybe no one will know who he is on this network, but he's a, he's a, he's a podcaster. Yeah. yeah. And he's like a big time. He acts himself. He's in yeah. musicals all and the he time. And he had like a musical theater quiz thing on his show and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He's like a encyclopedia of musicals. So yeah. I'm, you know, I'm no Scott the Seder. Sure. So I'm sure I'm just a layman going mm-hmm. in there, but but I'm just giving a layman review. I'm saying mm-hmm. I've seen many other musicals. Yeah. I've played in musicals, mm-hmm. lots of musicals. Yeah. And it's one of my least favorites that I've seen. Also, they put Patti Lapone on the marquee. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you do that because you mm-hmm. want to draw people. Mm-hmm. But she's playing maybe, I would say it's not even a supporting role. It's like. I don't know what you call like a supporting supporting role, but well, it's it's like a way down there. There are many other people that have more screen time than Patty Lapone in this movie. Well, in this Joanne music. and Company is kind of an iconic role. It was originated by Elaine Stritch, who's also iconic. It's just an, an iconic role. And she did fine. Like mm-hmm. it was good. I'm just saying if I'm rating, I didn't give it a bad review. I don't think mm-hmm. I was just saying it's it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But I certainly wouldn't put it at the top of my list of shows mm-hmm. that I've seen. Now, let me ask you this. And that's the reason you don't listen to Geeky Gay anymore? It will, I told you, that the proverbial straw. Now, here's, here's another thing. Is that... Um, let's talk about To Kill a Mockingbird. Because before you went to New York, you were, you were choosing your tickets, right? And yeah. you said something along the following... Now, dear listener, I'm a reader. I love to read. I'll read any the back of a shampoo bottle. I'll read whatever. Okay, yeah. I read everything from John Grisham to Dan Brown, and I've never read To Kill a Mockingbird. Again, I'll 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 go back to musicals. Yeah, 
I I like to read non-classic literature. Mm-hmm. John Grisham fantasy novels that are more modern. I like I don't like classical literature. Sure. Now, maybe I I'm maybe I'll read to Kill a Mockingbird. We were not required to read it in school. And uh and I just never read it. But I'm minute. I'm a fantasy reader. Wait a minute. Cuz this oh, oh my god, I just fucking realized something. Holy shit. You could knock me down with a feather. Because everybody I know, everybody I know, the, the Discord's even talking about it, had to read To Kill a Mockingbird. But it's a very anti-Southern uh, mentality book. Do you think that you weren't didn't read it because you're in the South? I don't know. I don't know. And in fact, I would go – because I love legal stories. I mean, John Grisham is one of my favorite authors – and I've read all of his books, and it's a it is a legal. I mean, it's a story about a lawyer. Yeah. But the thing is, now I know the story, and I don't like to. I don't like to read things like I. I prefer to read the book first if I'm going to see a movie or a play or something like mm-hmm. that, because I don't really enjoy going back and reading the book after I've seen mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just the way I'm. But I may read it. I may get it and read it. I, I've I've been thinking about it because I, I'm sure I would enjoy it. Now, uh, Jordan Darling has a good question. In high school, were you required to read Mein Kampf? No. My next question, what is it about you and – because and, you you don't need to read classic books. And famously – by the way, when people who are listening are going to hear this, they're not going to believe me. But Adam, please tell me this. Please corroborate this. Daniel Brewer famously won't watch a black and white movie. So um, do you want to chime in here, Adam? No, I, I mean, he will not. He Well, I won't say he won't, but he doesn't enjoy black and white movies. No, he won't watch them. He says, I won't I think watch he them. Did. I think he did at one time, at one point, too, because Auntie Scott wanted him to just try one or something, and he did, and he hated it. So, for their show, when they had a show. Yeah. Oh, is I'm that show, saying, is, is that Darnell just gone? Yeah. Oh. I'm not saying that I won't read classical literature. I'm saying... I generally am not a big fan of classical literature. I like more, you know, modern stuff. But, but uh, is, you know, it's just is To Kill a Mockingbird. Like, I mean, yes, it is a classic piece of literature. But like, when I think classical literature, I'm thinking of Beowulf or like Don Quixote or Shakespeare or you know, uh, you know, something. You know, the Bronte sisters. It, 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 this is written in the sixties. Like your your mom was alive uh, when this book came out. Well, maybe classical is the wrong. I just don't generally go back and read stuff that's that was written before you know I was born. Let's say. I mean, I read authors that are generally alive today or have been alive. You know, while I, that, that are more recent authors. But, but it's not minute. to say that I. But she just died, like in the past ten years. Okay, well then I'm I haven't read it, Joe. I I don't have a reason. Okay, but I no, just, but now but now I I'm talking to you and talking to you, I realize I think you didn't read it because you grew up in the South. I really do think that. I don't know. I mean, I don't remember what things we were required. The only mm-hmm. thing I remember, and I don't know why I remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing that I remember that we were required to read was in junior high. Oh, two things. Mm-hmm. One of them was a story called The K. Mm-hmm. 
about some boy. But you had on to some read it island. three times. You had to read it three times. I didn't get that joke. I'm sure I'll get it in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, oh, yeah. See, it <laughs> took me a took me a second. <laughs> And uh, I don't recall enjoying it, but I couldn't tell you what the story was about other than there's some island or something. Well, the K is mm-hmm. – I mean, I think it, I, I think the definition of K has something to do with either being mm-hmm. like a peninsula or an island or something. On oh, water. someone put the cover in the Discord, and Bronco Henry told me he really liked that cover. Oh. Um, and the other one that I remember we were required to read was Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, even back when I was little, mm-hmm. um, I didn't enjoy things that people made me do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's the same, but I, I didn't enjoy – I think this is common for a lot of people. Um, I didn't enjoy reading when it was something assigned by a teacher. Mm-hmm. Because we had to do a book report or some presentation mm-hmm. or make some craft about the book or have mm-hmm. discussions and all this mm-hmm. kind of – but I loved reading. I mean, I would read – thousand page books but i would read like the chamber by john grisham or something like that when i was in junior high or high school and i loved it or fantasy books or something but they weren't assigned by teachers Mm -hmm. so i so maybe you know maybe that was it we did someone mentioned uh lord of the rings lord of the Rings, or the hobbit the hobbit we did read the hobbit and actually I didn't really enjoy it, but again, I think it's because it was assigned and it was homework. And so I, you have to read chapters one through 10 by tomorrow, you know, or whatever. I don't think I enjoyed the, it was an assignment part of it. Mm-hmm. And I love fantasy. That's my genre. But let me ask you a question. I'm just thinking on the fly here. Producer Joe Batanz, right? But should we replace one of the cooking segments? With a book report segment where we read the classics of middle school. Oh, God. For, just for 2022. <laughs> for 2022, we only read 12 books. What Do you think that's a good idea? And then we talk about it every month? Oh, one a month? An entire book every month? Well, it would only be 11 because we're at the wait till February. That I can't sign up for because that's... But you're a reader. I am a reader, but I have things that I'm reading right now, and I only have limited time to read. I can't read a book a month. For I'm that would take I'm a slow reader, Mm -hmm. so it takes me it takes me two or three months to get through a book generally, Mm -hmm. and that's for you know in my spare time which I don't have much of. So I mean we could do a book and do a Mm -hmm. chapter an episode or something or a couple of chapters, but not I think that might be a boring segment. We could do it though. I mean I'm willing to try. Yeah, we'll do the. I couldn't I couldn't read a book a month though. That's that's a commitment. But I am reading. I'm reading right now. I'm reading. Well, I'm actually rereading something. Yeah, what are you reading? Um, I'm rereading. I'm. I started back reading The Wheel of Time because. Oh yeah, I, you're watching that show. Yeah, and I had read it, but when I but I started reading that book when I was I don't know 17 or 18, I think, mm-hmm. and and it's 14 books. I've read all of them, mm-hmm. but it's been so long that I forgot, and I really enjoy it. So I mm-hmm. thought, you know what? going to reread that because they're going to have other seasons of the show and i thought well I, i'm gonna you know at least get through book three or four before season two comes out mm-hmm. although i'm sure they're not going to have season two until 2023 or something because mm-hmm. they have amazon has lord of the rings coming out next year but mm-hmm. anyway 
So, you know, we haven't spoken in a couple months. Have there been any big stories? I know Daniel Brewer and his boyfriend visited you. Uh, there was Thanksgiving. There was Christmas. There was New Year. There was a whole drama about whether you're going to go to the New Year's Eve party with your boyfriend. These are things I just know privately. Are there any stories you want to share with us, the throwing down audience, right here, right now, Adam Burns? <laughs> um. It's my memory is shit. And so I don't remember what happened yesterday, but um, I'll just give a a quick recap for anyone who doesn't listen to geeky gay Thanksgiving. I, I, we try to travel Mm -hmm. because I, I I love my family, but I I don't now want to be around my, my family. As I've gotten older, our viewpoints have gotten further and further away. Well, when we and last so, when we last spoke, you gave your mom a book about being a good Christian. Did she read those books? Well, I told I told you I'm not going to go. I just I said I want you to read it. I'm not going to bug you about it. We're mm-hmm. not going to have a discussion. I just mm-hmm. want so she has not told me whether she finished it or not. So I, I don't really know. But in uh, so for Thanksgiving, we try to travel mainly because of me because I'm just like. Mom's going to cry if we're not with her at Christmas, so we'll do Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you – I mean you've talked to me about the New York trip. You said you wanted – oh, I guess you what you wanted to say about To Killing Mo- Kill a Mockingbird was about me not reading the book. But, well, um, more saying how you are an avid reader. But, but yeah. it all got – now that I talked it out, it makes sense. You're in the South and it was kept from you. <laughs> at the time, I didn't uh, yeah, know I guess. that. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so we had the New York trip. It was – Fantastic. We had a really good time, a lot of good food, a lot of good shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was really fun. And then so you and Christmas- Mark, I know, I know there's a rule here. There's a rule here, but let me, let me phrase this carefully. When you go on vacation, do you and Mark have, um, are you guys more intimate on vacation than at home? No, it's the same. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so. We did that. And then for Christmas, it was, it was lucky because my mom, normally I have to go down to my brother's house. Mm-hmm. And I hate my brother's house. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nasty. I don't like it. Oh, it's, why is it it's, nasty? Well, not nasty. Uh, that's, that's a bad term. It's just, I don't like his house. He lives out in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's, I don't even get a phone signal at his house. They have mm-hmm. no internet. And wait, they don't have the internet. No, my brother does not have internet. He lives in the country. I can't get a phone signal because the uh, AT&T doesn't have a good signal where he lives. But wait, I want to go back to this no internet thing. So what is he just doesn't use the internet? No. So how did he get organized for January 6th last year? <laughs> he didn't. He did not. He was not an, an a, attendee. Mm-hmm. Do you um, think if he, no, I mean, honest, if do you think if he had the internet, he would have been? No, I well only because I don't think he would go to all that much trouble, mm-hmm. and he's not a big traveler, so mm-hmm. I don't see him flying to DC. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I mean, he I'm again I haven't talked to him about it, but he he is a Trump supporter, so I, I do you think he thinks that the um, election was rigged? Probably. Is your brother vaxxed? Oh no, oh. Uh, no, and in fact, they his whole family got COVID. I learned. Oh god. Um, and while they were here and I saw them that weekend and then they came, oh, well, I'm pretty sure I saw them that weekend. And this was, I mean, this was a while ago. This was like back last summer or whatever. Well, if you think about but, it, the um, only place they would get it would be here. 
Like, if they're out in the country by themselves, where would they get it from? Well, I mean, when I say out in the country, I'm. it's not like an old Western where they're, you know, 50 miles from the next person. I'm just saying their house is out in, in a – I mean, my and where I grew up is kind of country. It's a very small town, probably 5,000 people in the town that I grew up in. Does everybody know everyone's um, business? I, I mean, yeah, sort of. You know, mm-hmm. small school, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they live outside the city limits and there's just – he doesn't pay for internet and whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, I don't like to go to his house. That That's it. Am I supposed to continue my story while you play? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't like going there. But my mom's really good at guilt trips. And I'm a people pleaser, and I feel like you're supposed to spend time with family occasionally, so I can't say no. Mm-hmm. But luckily, my mom had knee surgery. Luckily. Mm-hmm. And so she couldn't travel because she had knee surgery a couple of a couple of days before, or a couple of weeks before. Now, what kind of knee surgery is it? Because I've known people who've had knee surgery. It is so specific now. They just do it like a pinhole, like camera kind of thing and people are out and about the next day or two no uh they uh it was a complete knee knee replacement Mm -hmm. so they have to open up your leg completely open it up and they Mm -hmm. cut they they cut your knee i didn't realize this they they cut the bone on both sides of the knee and pull the whole thing out Mm -hmm. and completely replace the whole knee and the like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, so she had that. She couldn't, yeah, she's, Jay Darling says, yeah, she's now the bionic woman, basically. She has a, she has a brand new knee, but, um, she couldn't go. So we didn't have to do that. So it was a very quiet Christmas at their house. Mm-hmm. And my stepfather built us, built us a workbench for our Christmas present. Oh, do you like it? I really like it. Uh, Mark. Uh-oh. He was like, he was like, well, that's not really a gift for me. That's the gift for you. <laughs> I'm like, well, wait, I said it's a joint. He said, oh, he kept calling it your workbench. And I said, Mark, it's a gift for both of us. He's like, oh, no, that's a gift for you. They were thinking about you, not me. That's your workbench. Like, they're even putting in shelves for your plants and stuff and asking you what you want. He's like, ah, it's for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing about that is I, every time my stepdad would come over to work on it, I felt like I needed to volunteer to help. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But the entire time he was here, I felt guilty. Because I felt like, oh, I should probably go out there and help him sand or paint or something. But uh-huh. I didn't want to do it. But I want to go back to Mark. So was Mark bummed? Or what what, did, what would he have wanted for a gift? I don't think he was bummed. He just, I, I don't know. It's weird. He always, I don't think it bothers him. But he mm-hmm. always acts as if um, things from my parents are from me and that they only care about me and not him. And like, mm-hmm. but my mom is very, you know, concerned with always calling him son when mm-hmm. we're over there and saying she loves him and they always get him gifts everywhere else. But for whatever reason, he tends to just think everything is for me. You know, that's your parents. That's your gift. That's your, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's about. Does uh does does Mrs. Mark ever uh send you Christmas gifts or anything? Does Mrs. Mark know you exist? 
they know I exist. He's never come out and told them he's gay. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of an unspoken thing, although I think they all know. So um, how does he explain that he owns a house with a man that he's lived with for 10 years? I, I don't think they get very deep in their conversations, if that makes sense. Do you and Mark ever get very deep? <laughs> in what way? <laughs> it's up to you. He's not a very deep person when it comes to talking to people. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. Let me be honest. Have you? I'm not had... saying. I'm not saying he's not deep. He. I'm. He's a deep individual. I'm okay. saying. If, if he's not I, shallow. I realize this is just a guess, but how many deep, deep, deep conversations have you had with Mark? Oh, never. <gasps> oh, really? I couldn't even. I couldn't even name one. Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. He is a very emotions in the inside sort of person. And I don't know if that's the culture or just him. So, like, you don't know, like, I I mean, I'm not judging anyone's relationship. Your relationship is your relationship. You guys have been together for 10 years or so, right? And so, like, you've proven in gay years, that's, like, uh, the longest relationship ever. But... uh, but I find it hard to believe you guys never had any kind of like he's never oh, when I was a kid this thing happened to me and it really hurt me or anything like that or no I'm I must be exaggerating because I'm sure there must have been something but generally speaking no like that's have you have you shared anything in front of him for him to him yeah because I'm an emotional person mm-hmm. has I'm, he ever has he, has he has he experienced any kind of um it doesn't have to be like a parental death or not even a death or anything like that, but some sort of grief in front of you? It no. Could be whatever. No, not yet. I know it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean his parents are getting older. I'm sure at some point mm-hmm. somebody's gonna die. Has he Although ever... I did Yeah, go ahead. Well, there one time I just jokingly and it wasn't even a joke, it was like I don't remember the context. So this is going to sound horrible, but I mm-hmm. made a joke about one of his parents dying. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't saying, ha ha. Oh, I hope your parent died. I've just, I, I don't know what I said, but mm-hmm. anyway, oh my God. He like, don't ever say that. Don't ever say that. Don't say that. Like you're going to attract it. You know, don't say that, you know, and he got mm-hmm. really freaked out about it. Like I, I shouldn't even say the words. Paviance wants to know if, if Mark's, if Mark wishes he could be more open with his family about your, have you guys, yeah, let me ask you this. That's a good question. Have you guys even talked about his not talking about his family about it? Well, I don't think he enjoys having those kind of conversations. So that's, but you've been together for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, well, I, 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 no, he hasn't told me why. He just says it's, I don't think he cares. I I don't, it's like, it's his business Mm -hmm. and it's easier, you know, to not have the conversation and, you know, his sister knows, but But all his little rock friends know. Oh, not little rock. Oh, you know, I don't, we don't live in little rock, but yeah, all his Arkansas friends know Mm -hmm. and everybody at work. And, and I think his parents know he's just never had the conversation. He's never come out and said, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm gay and Mm -hmm. this is my partner, you know? That sort of thing. So he never says things like, you know, mom and dad, I love Manila. And they're like, okay, yeah, it's a great city. No, he's like, no, no, hear me out. I love Manila. And they're like, <laughs> well, I, what? I don't listen to their conversations and mm-hmm. I don't speak their language, but no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, I don't like Womanila. I like Manila. 
And they're like, we're still not getting it. And it, did you never heard that happen or anything? No, no, I haven't. It would be in Tagalog, so I wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They know me. I wave to them on Zoom. Oh, you do? Or FaceTime or whatever. They, yeah. I mean, I've met them. Oh, you have? He just introduced me as his friend. Uh, this is my friend who I share a bed with and a house with. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that he mentioned the bed part, but. Uh-huh. Is yeah. he sitting there stroking Sydney while you're your your very cute dog with a bow while he's doing this? <laughs> he doesn't try to hide it from them. He just mm-hmm. doesn't like to have those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like to have any um, uncomfortable conversations. I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him stuff like, "Oh, you know, how did so and so feel about something or whatever?" He's like, "Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask." He he just doesn't like he likes to keep it very surface level. Why are we talking so much about if he heard me talking so much about him, he would be pissed off. But so because this is fascinating. Stop. Do you think <clears throat> because it's like you don't have to say anything here, but to me, it's almost kind of sad. Like, does he have no one? Because to me you would think, oh, at least the boyfriend he has these serious conversations where he shares his feelings, but it sounds like he doesn't have it with you. Are there people that he does share his feelings with, you think? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh-huh. Um, but it, but again, I mean, maybe it's just, I, I don't know the culture. Maybe that's kind of the culture that he's from, and maybe that's just how they're, I don't know. I, I kind of have to assume, look, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to be like, Hey, you need to open up with me more. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, why? I mean, how, why am I, that's his business. If he wants to do that, I, he knows I'm there, mm-hmm. you know, if he needs a shoulder to cry on or whatever the case may be, but it just never goes to that level for whatever reason. So do you guys have joint bank accounts? Yeah. Okay. Well, look, you're one step ahead of Babalu and Taylor. And do you think it's, I'll talk about this with Taylor and just between us girls this weekend, but I always think it's super weird that sometimes you'll hear Taylor talk and Taylor will be like, oh, um, Babalu, can you Venmo me the money for your half of dinner? I'm like, aren't you guys married? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think finances is different, though, because everybody has a little bit different. So what we do is finances. First of all, he's very super organized and he has a spreadsheet about everything and we don't just both use the joint account for our Yeah, spending. but that makes sense. There is a joint we, account. Yeah, there is a joint account. We use it for bills. Yes, that makes total so, sense. That so makes- we figured out, okay, here here's our bills every month. Yes. We both put in half plus yes. a little extra. Yes. So that we're building it up. So yes. that let's say the hot water he- or the water heater goes out, we mm-hmm. have a buffer, mm-hmm. you know. And if it's a household expense, we mm-hmm. will do it out of that. But now groceries – we take turns. So like I'll buy groceries one week, he'll buy the next week, yeah. you know, so we do that, but only bills come out of the joint account. But that, but that, what you're doesn't... saying makes sense. It feels to me, but again, maybe I, I don't know the specifics, but it feels to me like, uh, t- I'll talk to him about it this weekend on just between us girls. But the sense that I get is that it really is like living with a roommate. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know too much about their relationship. Cause I don't think he talks about it too much on, Pot is my co-pilot, mm-hmm. but, um, but so I, I don't really know, but I know that lots of people do that though. Even straight people sometimes will not have a joint account nowadays. I think it's more and more, 
uh, normal. Back mm-hmm. when I was growing up, it, like once you got married, mm-hmm. join everything was out of joint account. Like, yeah. you, you know, you didn't do anything. And, yeah. uh, but we, we keep our own accounts for that everything. Makes sense. Other than that bills. makes total sense. What you're doing makes sense. All right, Adam, we've done a, a 40 minutes just on you. Let's go right to what, the cooking Did you have set. any stories? Oh, okay. No. The throwing down has become the Adam Burns show. Okay, let's go to the, to the cooking segment. Now, you and I discussed that, you know, we weren't going to do a cooking segment uh, right off the bat, you know, for... Um, hold on. Someone just texted me. And, like, they knew it was going to be on a show. I told them, I'm like, what are you doing? Um... Anyway, um, so, I, but I I should have checked today whether they came out with, digitally at least, the new um, uh, Cook's Country. But what we decided we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about um, things that we've made in the past couple of months. Do you have any dishes that you've made that you want to talk about in the past couple of months? Uh, sure. I, I made, so I made brunch for Christmas. Oh, you did? And, uh, yeah, because, uh, my mom again, because she had knee surgery and I don't care much about traditional, mm-hmm. we don't need to have turkey and ham and stuffing and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, why don't we just do brunch and we'll open gifts and play games or whatever. It was just the four of us. And so I made, uh, the two things that I actually cooked were a I found a breakfast casserole recipe. Yeah. I'm a big fan of breakfast casseroles. So am I. This one was just okay actually. So uh-huh. my my aunt did one one time that was I remember it being so good. Mm-hmm. But um anyway, this one was I mean it was okay, but it was called Amish breakfast casserole or something. Oh, what's in um, it? So it has um bacon, so you sauté bacon onions and garlic together. Okay. And then you uh you put your egg, you put hash brown potatoes, and um, I think there was a milk element, and then a cheddar cheese, Swiss cheese, and cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. You mix all that up with the potatoes and everything, and that's it. You just put it in a, you pour it in a baking dish and, and bake it. And I did it the night before, and uh, and then just covered it up and then baked it the next morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was good. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it wasn't – I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, this is the best breakfast casserole I've ever had. But it was mm-hmm. good. And then I made garlic cheese grits. I love grits. You know I've never had grits. I love – I don't know why I love them. They're – it's just – I've never had grits and you've never read To Kill a Mockingbird. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It's uh, – well, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in California, they probably don't allow grits. All mm-hmm. the, You know, it's it's like a – it's, it's like mm-hmm. a thing, but, um, no, we, uh, so that recipe was just grits. You literally just cook the grits. Like it says on the package you, and I, it, you use boiling water normally, but I did chicken stock mm-hmm. and then you add butter and then you add an egg and some milk and a bunch of cheese mm-hmm. and garlic mm-hmm. and then you bake it bunch of cheddar cheese and whatever kind of cheese. Did you, did you have your there. family over? Like your brother came over and your mom and everything. It was just my my parents and Mark and I. Oh, how come your brother didn't join you? Well, they said I don't because he doesn't. That's the other thing. He doesn't travel 
to us for Christmas. We have to go to him. Why? Because, well, he says, mm-hmm. and this is a valid reason. Mm-hmm. His entire family is down there near him, and he mm-hmm. has he has um, two sons. Mm-hmm. Actually, he now has three sons and three daughters. Mm-hmm. Two of the sons have children and wives, mm-hmm. and he also has children at home. Wait, he ha- he ha- you have grand nephews and grand nieces? Yeah. And so they're all down there around where he lives. Uh-huh. And he's been married three times. And so the the the, the oldest boys, Blake mm-hmm. and Dustin, who have children of their own, mm-hmm. they want to see would their I mom find, as well. Would I find Blake and Dustin hot? They used to be. They're not oh, now. Really? Well, Dustin's cute. I mean, but, but he's not. I mean, you like twinks and Dustin's in his 30s now. So he's probably older than you like. That's not true, but okay, go ahead. Um. Anyway, and so... Uh, but he's skinny. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's he's got a twinkish body. But Blake, no, Blake has has aged. Um, back in the day, they were. I mean, mm-hmm. you would have thought they were cute. But anyway, so would you have fucked your nephews? No, I mean, I wouldn't do that because they're family. But you're in the south. I don't even think about that, huh? Uh, well, I mean, have I'm, you ever I'm, masturbated I'm, to like a threesome between you and young Blake and the other Dustin? Never. I'm not your typical Southerner, I guess. So anyway, I don't I don't think that's a Southern thing necessarily. I mean, I, I think that's a stereotype people like to make fun of, but I don't. Although I do have a cousin who married her cousin. Let me. <laughs> so maybe, maybe. There, but that's more of a hillbilly thing because mm-hmm. it's not really a South thing. They're but hillbilly. But didn't you say your brother they, lives with no internet and he well, eats roadkill? Yeah. He um. He does not eat roadkill, to my knowledge. Oh, they, they do have a pet hog um, mm-hmm. that's 400 pounds, mm-hmm. uh, that they told me recently. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is the cookie segment. So uh, so I did grits, and, and it was good. I mean, it was good. Oh, and so we had a question in the chat room. Um, Jay Darling asked how I feel about sugar mm-hmm. on grits. Sure. I love sugar on grits. Mm-hmm. In fact... Um, that, that was Adam's drag name. In, if uh, in sugar college. grits, sugar on grits. Um, in fact, if I if I go to any place that serves just plain old grits, then I put butter and sugar, mm-hmm. and I will never put jelly. Ugh, some people put jelly on grits. Ugh, it's gross. Uh, butter and sugar, mm-hmm. um, I will do, and then garlic cheese, which. Garlic cheese, you kind of have to uh, you have to have it baked. It's more of a casserole. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, like if I go to Waffle House, mm-hmm. I always get a side of grits and I put I just kind of pour a bunch of sugar on top of it and yeah. some butter and mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. So did you cook anything that you want to share with us? I, I cooked a lot actually. Aiden and you know Aiden has gotten quite into cooking. He is, and I'm going to be honest with you, Adam. He has become quite the chef and is very accomplished for someone his own age. And he's very different than I am. Like, I'm a very, as we know on this show, by the recipe kind of guy. I do the fucking recipe, okay? Yeah, I'm not. That's yeah. why you always... He's like, like you, yeah. You he's made like, five substitutions? How are you Yeah, he's like thing? you. He'll be like, I'm making, you know, spaghetti carbonara, except not with spaghetti and not with carbonara. And you're like, what is it? It was fried chicken and mashed potato. I'm like, that is not, <laughs> that is not the recipe at all. That's very him, right? So recipes are jumping off points. Not for me. 
Oh, not for me. So anyway, uh, I stick to recipes, but um, I've been cooking. So I've been cooking. One thing, so Aiden's forced me to cook a lot more. We baked a lot during the holiday season. I baked all kinds of interesting uh, Christmas cookies, a Greek cookie. Um, I just made something called marinitos, which are uh, Mexican like little pig cookies. Uh, I'll post all these pics, and I have pics of all these, and I'll post them in the Discord. But yeah, lots of baking. But today, I actually made a New York... Last night, I made an Allison Roman uh, chicken recipe that was so fucking good from the New York Times. It was insane, and it was so easy, and it was so good. And then the other thing I did was I made... um, this Today, I made this uh, bean recipe for lunch... From the New York Times. It, it looks simple. I can throw it together. Adam Burns. It was so fucking good. And it was just two cans of beans with some garlic and olive oil. And put some cheese on top. Put it in the oven in the end. It was amazing. It was so fantastic. do you ever do you ever cook without a recipe? It's unusual. Because, yeah, most times when you mention cooking, you're referencing a recipe. So yeah. it seems like you always have a recipe. Yeah. So even if it's like family things, do you have a recipe book of like family recipes and you go back and open it up and you let know, me tell you this. It's funny, it's funny that you say that my grandma was known. My grandma who passed away from COVID. She was known for two recipes that she that when I you know years ago, I actually have her. I had her tell them to me. And I wrote them down and put them in like the cloud. And now people come to me for the recipe because I have the actual recipe. Yeah, I yeah I I'm a uh, I mean I like recipes, but again I watch a lot of cooking shows, and I read and I buy cookbooks, but generally I will read them and they have informed my cooking, but not I've I've never been a real. I'm even when I buy a cookbook, I generally leaf through them and go, oh that's a good idea or mm-hmm. whatever, and then I'll just make something on my own i've never i don't mind using a recipe like if i'm doing this segment or whatever Mm -hmm. um i'll do it but generally speaking my day-to-day cooking i will draw from oh i know that you know this goes good with this because i saw it on this show or i Mm -hmm. saw it in this cookbook sure um anyway Uh, lauren s says i need recipes for things i've made 20 times yes me too I need recipes for things I've made a hundred times. I need a recipe for. So let's actually do this. Adam Burns is let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna because um, librarian sent me the list of recipes from Cook's Country. We haven't gotten the issues yet for twenty February March twenty twenty. I have my issue, but it's downstairs. Oh, you! I haven't gotten my issue yet. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna say, um, hmm. I'm gonna give you some choices. There's something called mimosa fried chicken, wine braised spare ribs with garlic and rosemary, um, and then there's a variety of sausage sandwiches. There's like three or four. Did sausage you say spare wi- spare ribs? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big rib. Person. Oh, you're not. Okay, so we'll, we'll no. cross that one out. So mimosa. Fried I like short ch- ribs, but I don't like rib ribs. Yeah, we have mimosa fried chicken. We have a bunch of sausage sandwiches. Uh, a Vidalia onion pie, sesame glazed meatballs with broccoli, um, a New Orleans spicy beef noodle soup called beef yuckamin, 
orange upside down cake. That looks beautiful, actually. Peanut butter stuffed chocolate cookies, butter and lard biscuits, uh, Instapot Burberry Brub Chicken, Instapot Spice Rub Kitchen, um, ricotta, ricotta stuffed French toast for two, um, everything else. Shrimp tostados. Gonna... Oh, no, you can't have shrimp. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say the fried chicken or the French toast. Of the things that you've mentioned. Let's do the so fried far. chicken. Okay. So we're going to do the fried chicken by the next episode. We have two weeks. We're going to do the mimosa fried chicken. And we will report back to you uh, on that. Sound good? Now, I'm going to get out of this segment, but we we are going to stick sort of in the topic. Because I need to have an uncomfortable conversation with you. What's funny is I don't think it's an uncomfortable conversation. Well, I'm offended that you stopped listening to my show because of my Broadway musical. Well, review. no, I told you that was the proverbial straw. I don't understand how it went from your favorite show mm-hmm. all time it's to still, you yeah. cannot stand listening I to did, it. Did anymore. I say I cannot stand listening to it? I just said my blood oh. pressure kept going up. Well, this and, this, and what we're going to talk about is one of the reasons, actually. So I'm going to have this conversation with you. I know you get very sensitive about it. Okay. So what I'm going to say is this is genuinely... I I have look, here's a deal. You're right. Geeky Gay is one of my favorite shows. Okay? I'm just taking a break from it right now until my blood pressure settles. <laughs> but um But I have the luxury that not many people have. Myself and Daniel Brewer and a couple other people maybe have this luxury where we can call you and actually ask you about topics that you bring up on the show and yeah so, but anybody could do that i have a voicemail number yeah i know but i can actually have a conversation with you and have a yeah. conversation so you 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 brought up something that i want and so what i'm going to tell you right now because i know you get very sensitive is that i'm not making a prescription here and i'm not telling you what you should do you do what you're going to do and you know you better than anybody but i i do have a lot of questions and it's just more out of curiosity as a listener, not telling you what you, Adam Burns, should do. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. But what's funny is when the new... So everyone should know, Adam and I were doing a Weight Watchers segment and the, on Throwing Down before the break. And um, I had astute girl in the chat room had told me, like, they're going to, you know, every couple of years, Weight Watchers revamps their point system. Uh-huh. And that she heard that they were going to be doing it again this year. And sure enough, they did. But we were already on hiatus when they did. So I I was very curious to hear what you thought of the revamp. I know how the revamp affected me. But I know it, ref- it, it. I know it affected you a lot, and 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 one of the things it did was it closed some loopholes that I think you w- used, you know, in the weight in the point system. Um, it may have, but I will tell you this: mm-hmm. I have never used the revamped version. Okay, I haven't even looked at it. Okay, so so whatever you're gonna say. Well, no, um, I, I'm not it, blaming it, you for like, anything. Yeah, I'm not. None, no, none of my, no, no, no. But I mean, none of my decisions are about the revamp because no, I, I, I heard, it. I fell off the wagon before. Yeah, I heard it. Look, the revamp girl, happened. I haven't so. been on the wagon since before Dracula premiered, and the whole season's over. All right, 
But yeah. what I'm telling you is, we'll talk about what you said and stuff like that. I know what you said. And I so I so the curiosity is is I want you to share it and I want to have a discussion with you. I want to. Talk, I'm not trying to get you to go back on Weight Watchers. You're going to do you. I don't care. I'm not trying to get you to do anything. But I do want to know and have a conversation with you about your reasoning because there were some things you said that made no sense. So that's why I want. So I want to hear your sort of logic. And I wanted to know. I'm not trying to get you back on Weight Watchers. I'm not selling you on anything. Go ahead. What? What? So explain your reasoning for leaving Weight Watchers. Oh, for leaving. Oh, so well. Okay, I, I'll say this. So I'm I'm at a, I'm at one of those stages where, um, I'm just kind of, uh, I go through. I'm a pendulum, and I wish I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But um, I I will have periods of time where I'm very driven and focused, and and I'm sure everybody's this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not the only one in the world who's a yo-yo dieter. I've sure. I've been a yo-yo dieter my entire life because mm-hmm. I, I started having problems with my weight. And again, when I say problems with my weight, I've never been obese. Yeah, I've never been you know 600 pounds. You know, mm-hmm. I've never been on that show. Why do you keep my, pointing my at me? Pounds. Why do you keep pointing at? I'm me? not pointing at you. All right, I'm not pointing at you. Uh, so I've never been, but I've always been ch- uh, well i've always gone between chunky and skinny Funky. oh mm-hmm. uh you know kind of back and forth mm-hmm. uh my entire life mm-hmm. and uh and i'm and it's not good it's not healthy it's not healthy to be a yo-yo dieter it it messes with your metabolism like i know all of that but mm-hmm. that's just the way i am and mm-hmm. i struggle with it we yeah. all do a lot of us do yeah so i i was really for about a year, I did mm-hmm. really, really well. And I lost, mm-hmm. I don't know, 26 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And what happens is I'll go on vacation because mm-hmm. generally I will lose weight because the vacation that we're going on or that I'm going on or we'll have a Pride 48 and I'll want to be as skinny as possible when I see all the Pride 48 people or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. I'll have yeah. some reason, mm-hmm. you know. And so I'll lose a bunch of weight. And then when I go on vacation, I totally just go crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I get back and I'm like, well, I'm going to give myself another week. And I mm-hmm. just, you know, and then it extends, extends, extends. And then, and it happens every time. Mm-hmm. And then I, I struggle to get back on. And then eventually, mm-hmm. eventually it may be months. It may be a year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'll get up enough willpower again. Pro- usually there's some event and I'm like, oh, I need to lose some weight for this. Mm-hmm. And I'll get back on the bandwagon. And that doesn't, that's Weight Watchers, that's low calorie, that's low fat, that's exercising, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just having a period where uh, I just could not make myself get back on it. And so I was just like, uh, maybe because it's so rigorous and... And it's not something that you, I think Weight Watchers is great, but the thing about it is you really have to know how many points and things you really have to be good about logging everything. You really have to be good about, you know, in order to stay on it, you, because it's points, it's not calories. You know, they don't list Weight Watchers points on a restaurant menu. And so I was just thinking that, um, well, I'm paying this money for it and I'm actually not really using it Mm -hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And so what I thought was, well, maybe if I switch back to calories, because I haven't done calories in years, like I mm-hmm. used to do calories all the time. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. 
And so I kind of know how many calories is in everything mm-hmm. just because I've done it for so long. And so I thought, well, if I go back to calories, um, it's not going to be as hard for me because it's not some weird, you know, algorithm that some company has figured out mm-hmm. for how many points is in things. I can just, you know, quickly eyeball something and, and know how many calories is in it, which mm-hmm. is generally true. So that's why. I mean, I like weight. I mean, I'm fine with Weight Watchers, but I just wasn't doing it. And I was spending yeah. money. So yeah. so what I remember from the, the time you talked about this on Geeky Gay was it was at one point, this was the part where I wanted to talk to you about this, which is funny because I think you made this announcement like the week after we stopped doing the show. Like, fuck, I gotta wait like two months. Is you said, I'm just going to count calories because the way I was doing Weight Watchers, you know, it wasn't good. I was really denying myself things during the week and then I'd feel guilty and then I would go crazy on the weekend, and it was hard for me to get back on. It became hard for me to go back on, and I was, yeah, preach, mama, right? And then you said, "I'm gonna, instead, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to count calories, and then if, like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to spread it out throughout the week. And then just watch smaller portions throughout the week. And if I go over a little bit sometimes, okay, I do, and then if not, I don't, whatever, right? Does this sound familiar? Yeah, I mean, that was part of the reasoning as well. And that was the part where I was like, but that is Weight Watchers, what you're talking about. And Oh, no, no. You were doing a weird version of it, which I'm not criticizing it, but you were were not doing the way that they sort of prescribe it. Well, I know what you're going to say. No, I said it. (laughs) Because I was, what I was doing is conserving points and then I wasn't counting points on the weekend, but I figured that all the conserving of points that I did was making up for my horrible weekends. Sure. But the thing is, if I do it the way Weight Watchers wants you to do, first of all, you don't get a cheat day. You have Mm -hmm. to do Weight Watchers every single day, which means I also had to count points on the weekends, which Mm -hmm. I I I really don't enjoy counting points um in general. Mm -hmm. Like it's not something that I like doing. But the other thing is, if I had Whataburger, mm-hmm. that would be my entire points for probably a day and a half. Like fast food, any kind of fast food, any kind of starches is like a huge amount of points. So it's mm-hmm. not like I could do it and then, you know, I if you want to do fast food or something like that, you just have to not count it, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you're using next week's points. Mm-hmm. So, and I just, so that's why I would splurge, you know, I'll, I'll splurge on the weekend, but I, I just, you know, but I you're, you're right. I mean, yes, you're right. Weight Watchers is more spread out across the week. They give you a bucket of points, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But when you try to work unhealthy foods in there, like fast food, you can't like, but, but you can't and stay on it. Like, okay. So you, I've gotten back on Weight Watchers uh, as of yesterday. And, um, and, I, and I've made a, a, maybe my resolution is not that. My resolution is not to use fast food in it. But I was able to eat fast food. I mean, the one thing you cannot have are potatoes, right? But, right. I mean, I'm assuming you could have, let me see, how many points? Could someone tell me how many points? Like, just, what do you, what's the burger you get at Whataburger? Uh, Double cheeseburger. How many points is a double cheeseburger at Whataburger? 
It's it's about my whole day's worth of points. Yeah, but that's another thing it's too. Over it's over twenty. It's probably it's probably twenty four, twenty six points just for the burger. And oh. then if you add fries, Aiden says I don't snore. Thank you, Aiden. Oh hi, Aiden. Um, oh, I love that Aiden has the same color as me. Okay, go ahead. And I pulled that out of my ass. I could be completely wrong. I, I stopped paying, so someone else would have to tell me. But it's a lot of points. Well, I also have a theory. No, this is a thing here. I don't know where it happened. 28. Uh, oh, holy shit. A Whataburger. Oh, my God. That's more than a day's points. Holy and that's without shit. The, and that's without the fries. And I get a large fry as well. Holy. And that's one. And that's one meal. Holy, if I okay. want to eat any other meal, I that have day. to apologize. I did not know that. What is in this fucking burger? It's right? just meat and cheese and bread. I mean, there's not. How many points is a Big Mac? How many points is a Big Mac? I could look. I, it's I, it's based less on calories and more on like the entire nutrition of the stuff. And I eat unhealthy food. So Lauren's um, right. I used to when I wanted to cheat. I think a cheeseburger is only like eight points or something at McDonald's. A McDonald's cheeseburger is only like eight points. I it's think 19. a burger at McDonald's is like 12 points. I'm pretty sure. Because I tried to do – I may be wrong, but I tried to eat at McDonald's one day, and it was mm-hmm. so many points. A and I, I was still hungry. A I was still hungry afterwards. Okay. So, so I, eat, I eat massive quantities of food when mm-hmm. I eat, Joe. I'm not a light eater. Yeah. I mean, a Whataburger is big, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but calorie-wise, mm-hmm. I can work that in because calories, it's about 800 calories for the burger. Mm-hmm. Three or four hundred for the fries, and then I can mm-hmm. eat a little bit less calories for the day, and still fall within about eighteen hundred calories if I mm-hmm. if I eat less the rest of the day. With points, I've already gone over. See, but so, that goes to another thing, and we can talk about this later off the air or something like that. Is I would love to, and I'm not asking again. I'm not asking. This is more just out of curiosity for science' sake. I would love to privately redo your points with you because. I have a thing that I think that maybe you did the points at a time and you were still going on those points or something like that. I have a feeling that your points weren't correct. Well, I also um, don't enjoy cooking uh, routine meals. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've learned about myself. Like I don't enjoy the day-to-day cooking. Mm-hmm. And to stay on a diet like Weight Watchers, I feel like you need to be cooking yeah. I also don't enjoy my partner not enjoying the food that I'm cooking. And when mm-hmm. I'm cooking diet food all the time and he's eating my food, I'm also feeling bad because I think he's not enjoying my cooking. And that is, that is, that is a genuine concern I can relate to. And so, so it's all of those things added up. Mm-hmm. It's, if I do calories, yeah. I can count calories in whatever, but 28 points for a, you know, Whataburger. And if I'm having to fix grilled chicken all the time, that's dry and nasty because it's less points, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, Mark's also miserable. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, I mean, but I don't want to spend too much time on it. I think we're, we're, we've, we've exhausted the audience's interest in this, but I'm saying, it feels like it's like six in one, half dozen in the other. If you're counting calories, it's this. I know there's a different algorithm and what they do for the points, but it's sort of the same thing. Well, not really, because think about it. Okay, if the if the burger is twenty eight points and mm-hmm. the fries are probably another fifteen to twenty points, yeah. And my daily allotment is twenty four, which I don't think it is, but that's my theory. Then, okay. then I have. 
totally expended my points plus tomorrow's points if mm-hmm. I go to Whataburger. Yeah. No, that, that if, I didn't know Whataburger if, was that many points. If if I count those calories, mm-hmm. it's going to be it might be around 1500 if you add the fries, but mm-hmm. if I if I allow myself 1800 calories a day as a man, then uh then I still have f- leftover calories to have lunch. Like if mm-hmm. I had a microwave dinner, like a healthy choice dinner for lunch that's 300 calories, then I could eat Whataburger for dinner and still be within my calories. Um, I'm a librarian. I think his point are, I come out at the same amount. Yeah, but I'm a librarian. <laughs> you are a younger, smaller woman. That That's the point I'm making. I think Adam's points uh, are, 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 are flawed. Anyway, I, I like, like you said, I don't want to bore the audience, but, yeah. but that, I, you know, and again, the bottom line is right now I'm in a slump and I'm not even counting calories at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm right now I'm doing nothing. Mm-hmm. The the only step that I could take right now is I'm trying to eat less fast food. Well, you know, what's so funny? So, is, it, it, you know, what's so funny is this relates to uh, what it's so funny. We were, it, I, I just made this connection right now. Is we were talking earlier and you were so on me. It's so funny how people are so different. You were so like, and, and I'm not, wasn't offended, but like you were giving, you were giving, you were giving me the business because I follow a recipe, correct? But you're not the, you, but. Oh, well, no, you, I was just saying yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. how we're yeah, different. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, giving you the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, but that, that recipes are just a start, a jumping off point for you and you'll look at them as inspiration, yeah. but you don't really follow them where I'm very by the numbers, right? And it's so funny. How you and I are switched on the weight loss Weight Watchers thing, where it's like you are obsessed with the rules and the numbers and the Weight Watchers and and and, and gaming the system. And I'm not saying that bad. Whereas, um, and I think Astute Girl does Weight Watchers similar to me is like the way. And I'm not saying mine's just correct. I'm just telling you how I do it. So when I do Weight Watchers, I eyeball my points and I put them in, and then I just never use my my weekly extra points, and assume that those points will just cover any mistakes that I made, you know. And so, and so to me, it's funny to me the Weight Watchers point system, and maybe some people, and you know, look, there's a sh- there's a lid for every pot, so maybe just Weight Watchers is not good for you. It was well, in the past, and you've outgrown it, literally, this- and um. And but for me, it works because it's sort of like a starting off point. This is not going to make sense what mm-hmm. I'm about to say, but sure. I'm going to say it anyway. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> this really doesn't make sense. Sure, but I'm going to say it. Yeah. If generally when I'm on, when I'm on a diet, if I don't, if I'm not very strict, yeah, I will not lose weight. Okay. Now. I know that doesn't make sense because I splurged on the weekends when I was on Weight Watcher, but mm-hmm. I would go so far below the points. Mm-hmm. Like if 24 was my daily allowance, mm-hmm. I would do like 12. Yes, I know. Right? So then I had to lose weight because I was practically starving myself during the week. But but I either have to starve myself or I have to um, – Sorry, Jordan Darling is on fire today. by the numbers. Go ahead. Well, um, I I don't know why it works, but if I ate, if all I ate was eggs mm-hmm. um, all week, I know I would lose weight. So I don't know. I don't know what the magic is. Probably because yeah. it's all protein. Mm-hmm. But but what I'm telling you is 
is is you were talking you were correct that yo-yo dieting is not good for you but you were even doing a more compressed yo-yo dieting where you were yo-yo dieting in a week it was like a whole entire yo-yo diet yeah. in one week. Well, so, I will but, say this though: yeah. I know how to lose weight. Yes, like if I'm I not... if I wanted to if I yes. wanted if I was motivated to lose weight right mm-hmm. now, yes, I could lose five pounds. And I believe you. By I the next time you. we record, a hundred percent, I believe you. And I'm also telling you, you do you and what works for you. Know what works for you more than anybody. And I'm and I'm more power to you. I just wanted to know and I wanted to explore. Well, Adam Burns. Yes. We have gone way over time today. I know. So why don't we call it a day there? Uh, you know, there are new outro. We just talk over the outro. Why don't you give your social... Do you subscribe to any OnlyFans, by the way? I mean, none that I could recommend because if I do, I subscribe and then immediately unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I um, don't want to get in this recurring payment sort of thing. So mm-hmm. generally... If I see somebody interesting on Twitter, I'll subscribe, but then immediately unsubscribe. And I don't remember. Like I, the only one, the only one that I like, which probably no one would like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't even tell you because I'm not subscribed anymore. But it's a guy in Dallas who um, goes to public restrooms and plays with people and videos it, like a board game or hopscotch or something. No, like you know, understall action. Oh, interesting. Or like you know, parks or whatever. I've been looking at... I, I do a different one every month. Okay. And right now, I'm uh, really... Li- I, I, I have to give a really big thumbs up to the Elijah Zane OnlyFans. Uh, and which I saw on like the Porny Awards or whatever. He was nominated as one of the best OnlyFans. And that makes sense. He posts a lot of content. It's consistent. It's a fair price. You know, maybe he goes on sale sometimes. And uh, I think he does a good job. Elijah Zane. Okay. I I tend to be, when it comes to porn, I tend to like a lot of public, a lot of, I wouldn't say, I don't don't like kinky necessarily, but I like public and a little, I don't like produced porns, I guess Mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really into the whole produced Mm -hmm. thing anymore. More amateur. Mm -hmm. But glory holes mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to give your socials oh uh, well the only one that I really pay attention to is Twitter mm-hmm. and um, it's at geeky gay TV mm-hmm. now what about um, your survivor and uh, shows are they coming back are they already in process um, Big Brother will come back when Celebrity Big Brother starts in February mm-hmm. um, and I don't know the exact dates on that, but that's uh, buttfirstpodcast.com when we come back. And then Mix Minus you have, correct? And Mix Minus on Friday, every Friday evening mm-hmm. at Pride 48. We never talked about Ad- Daniel Brewer and his boyfriend visiting you. We had a great time. I mean, there wasn't much to talk about. We played games. We played board games. and uh, Understall Action? Understall Action? Mm-hmm. I'm unaware of that board game. We played board games and uh, and I took them out to eat. Did they ever propose, like, swapping partners for the night? No, they did not. If they had proposed it, would you have been down? No. No, I'm not saying you, not a couple, you personally. We know Mark wouldn't have been. Would you have been down? No, no, because they're my friends. I, I don't have, well, and yeah. Oh, no. you never hooked up with your friends before? 
Nope. <laughs> You're my friend. I don't look up with you. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week right here at Throwing Down. <laughs>